The Mishnah, just before we start the Mishnah, just give you a quick uh, heads up what I told you yesterday. So we're learning about if somebody um, said, Koinim, and all my uh, uh, belongings should not go to a coin and to a lady. So we learned that the Koinim being can enter your property regardless. And the reason is you don't really own anything in, in Truma and mice. You don't really own it. It belongs to a coin and a lady. Only thing is you have the right. You have Tevis Hanah. You have the right to decide who to give it to. And um, and since he said, I will not give it to any coin, so basically the Gemara sort of used expressions like Afrob, almost like it's dust. It's dirt that has no value. And therefore the coin can come and take it. Why? Because they're not taking it from you. It's as if it is Hefka. That's basically what we learned yesterday, Gemara. So the first thing we noted is that in that where do we use that expression? Hefker is like Afro Dalma, is by Chomets. We make the when we say there that we are Mavatul Chomets, we say Hefker, and you Afro um, and it's like offer. No one in the Gemara says that. It's a Rashi in, in, in Sochim that um, the base and in all the same everything else. Where do we have that expression that Hefker is like Afro Dalma comes from right here? This is where it comes from. And there's an argument Rashi and what exactly is the mitzvah of Tashbitu, that you have to mevatl the Yechamas. Tashbitu says, that's Hefka. Bitl is matam Hefka. Rashi holds Bitl is not matam Hefka. Rashi holds a special apostate called Tashbitu. The Ramban there in the beginning of Psalchim says that you have, that if you, you, in your mind, it's like offer. And that's what the rabbi of Ajibat Nuda says that we're worried, the reason why it's the Yechamas, we're worried you might cancel that Bitl and turn the offer back into something reality. But what exactly does Rashi say Tashbitu achieves? So we see from here that in your mind, if you treat it like offer, that in itself makes it like hefka. It says right here. Big machlek is Roshanim, and something is also bahana, and you're not allowed to have any benefit from it. Does it still belong to you? For example, on Pesach, if you, uh, mashka is no longer yours, it's also bahana. If somebody walks into the house or takes, steals all your mashka, are they a ganav? Forget the fact that they just took chametz and go, but are they a ganav? Because do you, does it have an owner or not? And we know that, you know, that there's a whole discussion whether you can, person passes away in Pesach, you know, those are the chametz that he owns transferred to the, the ears or not, because is there ownership? Big Machlech is Mashainim, Rashi, when it says that Shnei Dvorim and Zavvom and Shnei Dvorim, Shnei Dvorim, Shnei Dvorim, Shnei Dvorim, Shnei Dvorim, Shnei Dvorim, two things are not in your domain, but the Ebesha makes it, Rashi adds, Eina Shaloi. Which seems that Rashi clearly is trying to say that something you have no control over, you don't have any ownership. So you have to or something with sauce yeah, or Same question. Going on my tree, but does that mean someone else can come and take it? Exact same question. So, um, they can have either They don't know. That's exactly. So that's it. So that's it. Are they gone? <laughs> 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 Let's say Hamas and Pesach. I have to pay because Mutam Um. So in the, the, the Shaul Tzuvah Shervash, the back of the Shaul Tzuvah Shervash, the, 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 um, it put together like three pages of small print. All the shit is in Eastern Hanaf, it's yours or not yours. But basically, the, um, it boils down to another machlekes. When you say that you own something, this is how the Chorim explained the, the crux of the argument. What does ownership mean? Ownership means that you have exclusive right to use it. Is that what ownership is? Or is it much deeper than that? Much more profound. Something about the object itself and myself, we have this, this intimate relationship that it's mine. If ownership means I have the exclusive right of using it, then the moment it's also about no, so what is it? I have no right to use it, so what, what makes it mine? 
It's no longer mine. It's Eino Shaloi. But if you learn ownership is not because I have the right to use it. There's something, that's why you make Kinyonim. When you make a Kinyon, what happens is there's some kind of a relationship going on between the object and yourself. Then even though I cannot use it, but the object is still mine, how did it come no longer mine? I didn't make it Hefker. Now, this, so that's the big argument there. Now we come to Algamar here. Oh, sorry. Okay, so now comes the Truman here. That true, is it yours? If, if, if Mr. Gunner had to repay the whole thing that was stolen or the whole thing minus the true, yeah, that was Tevel. We had a mixture of everything there. Okay, um, so now getting back over here, we have yesterday, um, the Gemara that by Truma we say it's no longer yours, it's like Hepker. So we have a fascinating argument here between the Ran and the Rajbur. In fact, all the Shayim join in this argument. The Ritva, the everybody joins. And the argument is very simple. Um, from here we see that because I cannot use it, we say it's Afrabalma. So it seems clearly from here that Isan Nam means it's no longer yours. Clear. I mean, why, why how could it even be an argument of Rashaim? And we'll see more Kadush and different love with Rashaim talk about a bit, a bit more about I'm a Kaddish Ba'url if she's Makadesh or not, which is exactly the subject. But here clearly it says that the truma is no longer mine. I can no, you know, no claim can use it. So we say, well, you can't use it. No claim can use it. So it's, it's there's nothing here. It's Afrabalma. It's like Hefka, the claim can take it. So he clearly that Isa no is not yours. So what's the discussion of the Rashaim? Because they say that truma might be very different. Why Truma different? When, when, because Truma already belongs to Kainim. The Abishta gave the Truma to all the Kainim, not to any particular Kainim. That's where I come in and I decide which coin gets it. But the Kainim already have ownership in here. But I, but it, we're like a partnership. I also have part ownership. My ownership is I can determine who I use it, uh, who I give it to. The moment I can no longer determine that because I said I'm, I'm also, they could take it because they're taking their object. So it's different than an ordinary case of Isra Hano where it belongs to no one, not me, not them. And the question is, so since they have no right to it. I was the original owner, so what does that leave me today? Over here, in fact, all the way around, it was always the Kainans. The Truman, the moment it became Truman, it belongs to the, the Kainim at large. Therefore, you cannot come draw any similarities between the one here and there. But what we have a fascinating argument here is, so what happens if, let's say, um, um, a coin took the Truman, and then I go ahead, or, or let's say I make a nether. This is what the Randa Raj were talking about. I made a nether that this is, I don't have anything to do with this. So we're going to compare that to Truman. Well, I'm no longer the Malbath. Somebody else, according to the Randa Raj, the Chachila, they can come and take it. In other words, Isr Hanon means it's no longer mine. They can come and take it. But by a nether, there's one thing different than Isr Hanon. I can always go to three Rabbonim, three people, and undo my issue. So what happens? I said that meat is, is also to me. So you go in my house. If you hold Isa, no, it means it belongs to nobody. You came in my house. You took all the meat I had in the house. And then I go to the, the to, to, to a few or three people there and I don't do my, my so Can I take it back? Yeah. And can I take it back? Big Machay is the Raj the Ran. The Raj says yes. And the Ran says no. The Ran says once they have it, it's no longer, I no longer have the right to be shoyal because it's by them already. And the same question is by Truman. So the Ran says by Truma as well, the Ran adds by Truma, even if I'm showing it, so I, I take the Truma away from it, but the moment part of it, whoever took it, since at the time when they took it, had every right to take it, once they, now they're the Balabas, I cannot undo that. So, so Nedda might be different than ordinary Israhana. That itself is a big discussion. Anyway, I just want to give you a heads up. Okay, Mishnah. Koinim, she says, 
Remember again, a husband can annul the Nadarim if they fall under two categories. Either they fall under the category of Inui Nefesh, and then it's 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 null and void forevermore, or it's it, it impacts on their relationship, and then therefore it only has it's only null when as long as they have a relationship, or according to others, a potential relationship. The moment they divorce and she marries somebody else, the nether is resurrected. So the Mishnah Koyin, if she makes a nether, she ain't always happy. Abba, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna give any. I don't want my fathers have any benefit from me. I don't want your fathers have any benefit from me. Whether my brother, or your brother, I don't have any. Ain't yochlafri. Can I know the nether? Why can't they know the nether? Because it's it's not inu nefesh. She, they won't have hanav from me. How does that hurt her? Doesn't. And nor is it directly impacts their relationship. Indirectly, it might impact it, not directly. What happens? She says she ain't always alpicha. I don't want you to have any benefit from me. And we really look at Mark Silvers that everything that she earns from Mycia there goes to her husband. And this is like a trade-off because he provides for her. And therefore the trade-off is that she gives him, you know, Mycia there. And then we had a whole discussion there. What's, you know, five shkolim here, 10 shkolim galil, five shkolim yuda, with that whole thing there. And then there's a concept called hadofa. She makes more than that. And, um, and the hadofa might belong to the husband if he also gives her uh, uh, spending money, let's say, more cash. So this, he's got constant trade-offs. Then Abu came along and said, she has every right to say to the husband, don't take, give me food, and I'm not, and, you, and none of my earnings uh, go to you. Right, you can say that. Other Amorians agree. So we'll come back to all that in the Gemara here. So the Gemara, she says to her husband, she ain't I don't want you to have any benefit. Since she is bound to him, she's mishubit to, to the husband. So therefore, he doesn't have to annul the nether because she had no right to make the nether in the first place. How could she make a nether to opt out of an obligation that she has as long as he's providing food for her? Now, Bakiva says, no, Yafin. Kiva says, you should make a far. Why? Rabbi Kiva is of the opinion that if she makes an excess of whatever the, 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 the country is between the husband and her, she makes the extra. Rabbi Kiva hold that that belongs to her. According to Tanakama, any extra she makes belongs to her husband as well. So why bother being made for? She has no right. According to Rabbi Kiva, anything above that it, it does belong uh, belongs to her. And the problem is, and, and she put a ban on that. And the problem is that she has to sit there and constantly work out, make sure he doesn't make you know a penny more than what he's entitled to. That is very, very difficult. He can't live a life like that. So therefore, it affects their relationship. He has a right to, he should be made for. Uh, uh, anything more over and above the, the you know what's entitlement. Abiyechel ben Nuri says, Yafer. Abiyechel says he should be mefer. He should be mefer like Rabbi Kiva, but not because the hadafa belongs to her. The hadafa belongs to the husband. Therefore, nothing happened here. So why should be mefer at all? Shema tigashena. Because one day you might divorce her. And, 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 if you, and if you don't, if you're not mefer, if you're not an only nether, okay, right now her nether has no bearing on you. But the moment you're divorced, the nether kicks in. Because the, 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 she has now, she owns her own, you know, all earnings now belong to her. So her nether get kicked in, even though at the time when she made the nether, there's a double shalad below it didn't exist in the world yet. It doesn't matter because, as we'll see, discuss. Maybe she could, maybe she can make a double shalad make hegish a double shalad We'll see. And then he can never remarry her. So to avoid that problem, make a half photo right now. So the nether is laid below the half photo is laid below but do it now just in case. Sounds like what the hadafa really belongs to uh, to the husband and 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 but well you should still make a fara because it, it, her nether will take effect if they ever get divorced and therefore make a fara now. 
The fact that you're telling me that she makes a nether now, which has no validity, but if one day they get divorced, the nether will kick in at this time right now, which is it didn't come yet into the world. Obviously, you will that Rabbi Shmuel holds that a person can make hegdish a dover shaloi And that, that's a big argument. And the problem is going to be Shmuel himself rules that you cannot make hegdish on a dover So we're going to have a problem. So um, I have a problem with that. It says, if a man says that all the activities, that all the earnings and creativity of my wife should become hegdish. Um, yeah. um, she can continue doing, we're talking about a case where he's not giving her any, any provision, so therefore she earns, whatever she earns is her own, and therefore he had no right to go ahead and to, um, what do you call it? He had no right to go ahead and to ban that, and to uh, make it into Haggish. How can you make it Haggish? Wow. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> um, actually, in Mark Sewers, you have a it depends if you hold that a woman can say to her husband, leave me alone. Then, or a woman cannot say that to her husband, leave me alone. So we had different ways of understanding the Mishnah. Um, and the reason is, even if she, even if, um, even if the husband providing mezainus for her, because she has the right to say to the husband, stop providing for me, and I, I'm going to earn it. So therefore, who's the balabos really of her earnings herself? So the husband cannot make hegdish something which has no real control over, no, no control over. <clears throat> Um, okay, let's say he says over and above whatever your earnings that you need to live um, should become hegdish, which we said is five slayim in Yehuda and ten slayim in Galil. That it does become hegdish. That will become hegdish. And uh, <clears throat> why? Because talking about a case with um, um, talk about a case where the, the Gemara explains over there that the husband does not give that extra spending money. If he does not give the spending money, he has no rights on the extra money. So how can he make it Hegish? If she dies, then he inherits it. And therefore, Mafreya, that will become Hegish. It doesn't become Hegish while she's alive because he's not giving her the spending money. She doesn't, he's not entitled to it. But if he made it Hegish and then one day she dies, which is the Dovash Leibalaylam. And I mean, hold you can make hegdish double shalom ba'loyim. So you're saying that in the chachula he can say mech. Yeah, yeah. That's right, mech. If it happens, that one, yeah. yes. And Rabbi Chasana says chulin. Rabbi Chasana says no. It cannot become hegdish. Why? It's a double shalom ba'loyim. She didn't die yet, and you didn't give her the money, so you have no entitlement to it now. And one day she'll die. That's shalom ba'loyim. You cannot make it hegdish. Ba'ama Shmuel Shmuel here says halachah Rabbi Chasana, which is how much we see ain't all the magid double shalom ba'loyim. What's going on here? In our Gemara, he passes like Rabbi Echel Benurini says, I want that a person to be magdal and make hafara now because if you divorce, her nether will kick in then. So loy baloilam and therefore make hafara now. And over there, he passes like Rabbi Echel Benasander, who says that no, if he makes hegdish the extra, the, you know, the mice of the extra that he makes, and after she dies, it's a loy baloilam and therefore it's not hegdish. Which one is it? Interesting. She will always pass the Rabbi Echel. Doesn't matter what's the last thing. Sandler, he always passes the Rabbi Says the Gemara, the Chi Tamer. What's that? Exactly. Schneider and this, yeah. The Chi Tamer, if you can tell me. Ki Kama, Lach Rabbi Echel Benuri, Allah Dofer to come. If you can tell me, when does Rabbi Echel Benuri say um, that um, maybe in our Mishnah, 
Who said that? No, a person cannot be magdish or davar shaloi bala elam. Rabbi Yechiel really says two things. Maybe who said he only says one thing? Maybe he says two things. You should be mefus. First of all, I agree with. Um, you should be mefus because I agree with the Tanakama that, um, that sorry, the hadhadafa belongs. Uh, sorry, he, first of all, he made that belongs to the hadaf that it belongs the hadafa belongs to. Um, to the husband. Uh, sorry, the love belongs to the woman. There's two parts of Echonuri. One is the Hadafa belongs to the woman. If the Hadafa belongs to the woman, she has every right to make a nether on the extra money that she makes. And therefore, for that, you have to make Hafara. And the second thing is, it will affect your, your future. The whole thing will affect the future if she if you get divorced. Maybe that's what he's trying to say, yeah? <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, no. So most of them learn like this. Different than I just told you. Rabbi Yechiel Ben Nuri is saying the reason why you should be made for it is only because I'm worried about what's going to happen post uh, divorce. Which means, but apart, but right now you don't have to be made. Why don't you have to be made for right now? Because the hadafa belongs to the husband, and her nether has no effect. In other words, I agree that Rabbi Yechiel Nuri agrees with the Tanakama. Rabbi Yechiel Nuri agrees with the Tanakama that as far as today is concerned, her nether has no meaning, has no bearing. You wouldn't really have to make up for her. But I disagree with Tanakama. I hold you have to be, you have to foreshadow. There's a possibility that one day she, you might be divorced, that you want to remarry. So make up for her right now. Otherwise, how can you marry her when she makes this kind of a nether? Let you make this kind of a nether. And the Ran explains already that the net is not only about, she's not only saying about my my earnings, but everything that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cook for you, I'm not gonna, but if it's only earnings that you can get, get married, and he'll say to her, you earn your own money, what's the big deal? So imagine she made this net and she, she banned everything, yeah. cooking, sewing, and everything else. Exactly, and it's not viable. So, so maybe what, what Shmuel meant to say, the halach, is only not in regard to the hadafa. Now what? That any extra money she makes also belongs to the husband, so therefore you don't have to know the net for that. But not regarding the part that you should know because of the future, because a person cannot make hegers in the future. Maybe that's what he's trying to say. It doesn't make sense. First of all, excuse me, Lame, but then let him just say halacha kabiyechem nuri behadafa. The halacha because it's very confusing. He should spell it out. The halacha kabiyechem nuri only as far as the hadafa that any extra money she makes also belongs to the husband. Number one or inami halacha isanikama. Why even two kabiyechem nuri? It would be easier to say the halacha isanikama, which isanikama says only one thing. You don't have to bother annulling the net because she had no right to make the net in the first place. Why doesn't she have the right? Because everything she earns, including the extra, goes to the husband. Or inami say ain't halacha kabiyechem. Rabbi Kiva is the only opinion, the only one who has an opinion that what that the extra money belongs to her. I'll give you an answer. But as usual, his student won't let him stay with that answer. Shiny kunus. We're talking here about a nether. You're 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 comparing a nether to hekish. Now we already had this sugi ready before in the Gemara. You're comparing a nether to hekish. A big difference. By Hegdish, it says, Ishki, 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 Yagdish, Somebody stole from you, not the owner, not the guy that can make it Hegdish. The, 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 the person who owns it cannot make it Hegdish because it's not in his control. We're going to say, like Siddhis explains at length, that time and space are, are one and the same. Are one of the same. When Hashem created the world at the same time, He created time. The same moment He created time, because in order to have time, you need to have the number two. There has to be a past and a present. 
or present in the future. If was before number two was created, you couldn't have time. And the world is number two. There's the ancient, there's the world. So therefore, that's when that's when the number two was created. Before then, it wasn't even zero, one, just one. And 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 therefore, time and space are the same thing. So therefore, by Hegdish, just like by Hegdish, you cannot make Hegdish on something which is not in your control, out of your space, nor can you make it out of your time. It's not in your time. Tomorrow, you can't make Hegdish. The same thing. I would say that... Um, uh, that the item which is stolen, there's a shinyu shus that goes into the shus again. That's only just only true. Shinyu shus alone is not enough. You need yiyu so you need something else. Okay, every gan is a shinyu shus. So it's vehesh is like zela. You got to return it. It's not his anymore. No, you need something with the shinyu shus. And the machlek is when the shinyu shus has to take place after the yish or even took place before the yish. And all that. Talk about it. Okay, so now getting back over here. Um, but by nether, I can make a nether that your fruits are forbidden to me. So, but the, the fruits are not mine; they're yours. But is that nether on the on your fruits? It's on. It's on both. On no, the whole. That's not nether. That's true. Nether is on the fruits I make me nether. True, only the trader gave me the power only regarding me. I can make a so nether on your fruits. On your fruits, on, on your fruits. So we see, since my nether is a special law that let the Taylor legislate that I can make a nether on something outside of my space, out of my jurisdiction, I can also make a nether outside my time. So nether is very different than Hegel. Since I can ban your fruits on me, even though it's your fruits, it's out of my space. So therefore also out of my time. I can answer, um, she can answer her handiwork after they get divorced today. Because the nether works differently, operates in a different uh, space than the laws of Hagdish. Here he comes. <laughs> I don't know if you know, it's very nice to have a student ask you a question. But it's a sheer, people are sheer. <laughs> Abaya did not give Rabba such a difficult time. Don't know why. Maybe his uncle, yeah. So maybe, and he raised himself a little bit more. Abaya said, but it's clear that Abaye was more of a student than Rav was. Rav had other rebbes as well besides uh, Rabbi Yisrael. Uh, sorry. Every time said, to him, Adam You know why the Torah? What, what he says is a difference in here between space and time. I can ask your fruits on me. You know why I can do that? Because I can ask my fruits on you. So therefore, the tater gave me this like, um, like a, a sort of tip for tat. So I I can ask my fruits on you. So you, I can ask your fruits on me. But can I ask your fruits on somebody else? No. Um, however, so here. I can ask your fruits on me. I can ask them my fruits on you. So therefore, it, it, it works both ways. It works both ways. <clears throat> um, however, can I ask it on you something that has this? Then there's two things. First of all, it's outside of my place and out of my time. She's saying to her husband that my that my handiwork, whatever it is, is forbidden to you. So first of all, you, you're doing it on somebody else, and it's outside time and space. So therefore, it's um, 
It's two chsrenes versus one chsan. One chsan we can tolerate, but not two. Not two chsrenes. <clears throat> yeah. Abu was a student of a Bible, of him and a papa who were best friends or uh, peers. Ella But I met her talking about she said, She's placing the Isa on her hand. You thought she's placing the Isa on earnings, she didn't earn yet. So she's placing the Isa on the hands that are going to from there is going to emanate these earnings, and the hands are right here in existence. So it's like a dover shibbola ilam. By different than, than the case of Hegdish, where I'm making Hegdish on something that you know is going to happen on the earnings that she's going to make just tomorrow. But here I'm talking about my hands, what my hands produce should be Kaidish. Talking about the hands. So the are you telling me that she has the right to make her hands or what her hands produce Kaidish? But that's the whole point. The hands don't belong to her. Earnings that come from this hand go to the husband. So the hand also go to the husband. The Amra, she says, she says, when I will get divorced and the hands then definitely belong to me, the, the earnings of the hands are here, are here right now. We think, put the hands here right now, even though I don't have any control over them, but I'll have control when I get divorced. So it's like a shtickle ball of oil. Says the Gemara, um, the fact is, right now, the hands, even though the hands are part of your body, the hands belong to the husband. And and, and if you're talking about post-divorce, that's already a loyal and, and, and so what are you comparing that? So the question goes back. How come if Shmuel says that you cannot be matish on how can you make a nether on Dovash A sigh on another person and loyal So how do you know this will work? I'll tell you, I'm going to draw a simile from the following case. And maybe you'll see that attacker does work, even though when it comes to an edit. How is that? Nothing to do with neder. You, Rabbi Yisif, tried to come up with a, a, a difference between neder and Kaidish. We're going to say there's a difference between Kaidish and Kaidish. With one, one case where there's nothing around right now, it's only tomorrow that you cannot do. The other one is with some of it, part of it is around now, like your hands. So right now we're saying the hands belong to the husband. The hands are not really here yet today. So let's continue. If a guy says to his friend, you know this field that I'm about to sell to you? When I buy back from you, because I'm selling to you on the condition that I can buy back from you. When I'm ready to buy it back, now I'm desperate for money. But when I have like, accumulated enough money, I'm going to buy it back. I'm going to buy it back. I want you to know that taxi should become Kurdish. Me like Kutcher. Not that I have a place that says a Kurdish, but why shouldn't it be Kurdish? I'm saying it right now. So the same thing over here. She's saying that after we get divorced, that my hands are Kurdish. What's the difference, the field or the hands? So what do you mean with the difference? What do you see the difference? Masculine Abim and me, What are you talking about? This field, when you're saying, when you're about to transact this field, right now, who owns the field? The seller owns the field, and before he transfers it to the buyer, he says to the buyer, I want you to know, I'm about to sell you this field, I'm going to buy it back, and when I do, it should become hegish. And right now, if I wanted to make it hegish right now, could I have? I could. So therefore, because I have the, the kayak to make it hegish right now, I can say, I'll, I'm delaying that hegish until I buy it back from you. But in the case of the woman, if she wants to make it hegish right now, can she know the husband owns the hands? How can you make it? In fact, if you want to draw a parallel, I'll draw another parallel, which is which will prove just the opposite. And what is that? 
با مسکو را بگیم میدام هر یک پیرد ساده زوشانی میخلاخ هشت بیادی هو right now he owns the field so therefore since right now he wants to make an hagdish he could therefore he can delay it by whatever Isha biyado la hagdish maisi yadel she has the ability to if she wanted to make her hands right now hagdish could she have? no it belongs to the husband so, so who said she could delay it? so loy baloylam there's nothing here in fact, I'll tell you what I can compare it to. If a person has a friend, last year I sold you a field. You remember I sold you a field? I want you to know when I buy back from you, it should become hegdish. And what's it in there? It does not become hegdish because on what basis become hegdish? Where's that hegdish that you said right now, where is it chal? It's nowhere. And I'll purchase back from you, hegdish, me kotcha is a kodesh. Masculine papa. The papa says back, I'm going to ask a question on the question of Yimmy. This is like a fascinating idea. You're comparing it to the field? No. I think the case of woman is, is stronger than the case of the field, and maybe she could make it hegdish. And that is, when you sold it, when you sold it, it's over. You have nothing in the field right now. When you sold it, you sold the land, you sold the fruit, you sold everything. You have nothing. But one day, I have, there's a rider, one day I can buy it back. But right now, what do you own in the field? Zero. The hand is cut off from her body. The fact is the hand is still attached to her body. And therefore, she must have something. She must have a, a, a little bit of a chalik in her hand. So therefore, because she has a little bit of a chalik in her hand, maybe she can make it hagdish. Sorry? But I have, uh, what do you mean? So this hand is not mine. This is what, it doesn't make sense. Something is there. We don't know. We can't describe it. But there's something. It's very different in the case of a field where I have nothing. Once I sold it to you, I have nothing. But that's not what we're talking about. I sold you a field. Then I'm then I'm, I'm a soicher. But I sold you a field, and I said to you that when I buy it back, you should become kaidish. And the din is, if I already sold it to you, that I, I cannot make it kaidish, or even or from, um, I cannot make it kaidish anymore. Over there, because what 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 connection is there between the field and me right now? Nothing. It's like going to. But, but option is not part of the field. It's an it's a it's a, it's an obligation on you and me. Nothing to do with the field itself. Exactly. So it's 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 like a rider. It's a, it's external to the it's extraneous to the whole field. Yeah, but it's an agreement we made from the beginning. Yeah, it's an agreement. Exactly. So it makes it even worse. It's nothing there. It's, it's nothing there. Exactly. There's nothing here at all. That's why it doesn't look courageous. Here, after everything's said and done, the hand is still her hand. You know when you compare to? If you want to say, you know, if you want to compare the case of the woman, someone says to a friend, you know, I owe you $100. I have to give you security. I gave you this field, this land here as security. So this field that I gave you as security, the when I pay you back the loan, the outstanding amount, and I and I take you back the field, I wanted to become Kurdish. You come, even though right now you have full use of the thing, but because I can um, I can pay you whenever and take the field back, means I have a chalik in the field. Therefore, the kajish is sending the woman. The woman, her hand is there. If they get divorced, uh, she gets her hand back. So therefore, you can't say there's nothing there. There's something there. And that's why her hegdish might be effective, even though it's, it takes place post the divorce. 
the more aspects of a puppet. Mask or shishu revidu. What do you pay? You can bring a woman to a mashkin. He can pay whatever, whenever he pays her out, pays the, land, the, the lender out, the lender must give him back the fuel. The woman can't divorce herself. It's up to the husband when he gives her her title. It's up to the husband when he gives her the divorce. She has no say in, 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 in activating a divorce. So she has no power to get her hand back. It's not up to her when she gets her hand back. If, if it happens, it's an occurrence, but it's not up to her. She has no control. So who said that she can make Hegdish tomorrow on the basis that maybe she'll get a hand back. But right now she has zero control over control over her hand. Even though the hand is part of the body, but she has no control. If she has no control, so it goes back to the original question. Why should the Hegdish be chalm? If you want to compare the case of the woman, each one gives his own, it's a or each one gives his own little example to I'm giving you this mask for 10 years. So I have no control now during these 10 years to take it back. Oh, yeah. I, I, we had a thing called a mashkanta de Vesuda, which is a special kind of a mask that's 10 years long. And every year, you know, a tenth of the loan gets drawn down. But, you know, instead of paying rent, whatever. But that's not what we're talking, not necessarily. But we're just saying that there's a, a, a 10 year mask, which means that, the, that the, the borrower has no control of the field right now. When I will redeem it, Tadish, Shugam Hadish. And yet the Dindir is Mila Kachim one Mam Kaidish, the same thing in the woman. Even though Tadish has no control, has no control of getting a divorce, but because it could be that she one day she'll be divorced, she'll get a handback, the Kaidish is Khan. Mask Ravashi, Ravashi, again, I still don't see comparison. Hossam Kate, at least over there, they gave a definitive time when definitely it hands back. Each of you say, Katusa, you know for sure. She tells the husband, we'll be married for five years and that's it. There's no controls there. Zero controls. At least over there, you have a time, uh, the time limit. So you know for sure it'll go back to you. So therefore, it makes sense that you can make it kaidish. Elo Ravashi. Ravashi says, let's go to the missionary. Ravashi says, shiny kunmas. Kunmas is different. Going back to what Rabbi Yisuf originally said, a number of generations later, three generations later, Ravashi comes along and says, kunmas, Rabbi Yisuf is right. It's a different between kunmas. And not because of the whole hedge of you know, space and time and all that. I'll tell you what the difference is. Because we learned it a few times already in Shas. That kunmus is, we learned that three three things. I'll tell you the second. Okay, the said, Hegdish, if let's say that um, I I owe money to somebody and I gave them, um, uh, I said to them, this is security, and I said, apoitike. Apoitike means this animal, for example, is going to be, if I don't pay, you'll be the security. If I don't pay within a certain amount of time, you can take this animal. And then he turns around and he says that this animal should become Kaidish, become Hegdish, become a carbon. Then that, that Hegdish cancels the Shibud that you have to the Malvin. Machleg is Rashi Rabbein Atam. Big Machleg is always trying to talk about it. And that is, and here, whether it's only Kedushas Haguf or even Kedushas Damin. The Gemara's expression here, Rashi learns is only Kedushas Haguf. In other words, if you say the animal itself now is holy, then who owns the animal? Hegdish. There's nothing to give, there's nothing for the lender. There's no lien anymore on this animal from the lender. Rabbi Tamils know that even a Kedushas Damin, which means the animal itself is not holy, the value of the animal is holy, but so what? What do I owe this person? Also only value. I can give him, I don't have to give him money, I can give him anything of value. So all I owe the person really is Kesev or Shava Kesev. Value, value. It became Hegdish now the value. It cancels it out. So number one. Number two is Chametz. a very strong guarantee after all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the <letter. laughs> Yeah, yeah. And the second thing is Chametz. You know, you gave security to a, a Goy, Chametz, and whiskey, let's say, you gave him all your, your whole, uh, your whole your, your 
wine cellar or your whiskey, not your wine, but your whiskey cellar and, and all that. And go from his Pesach. That's it. There's no longer, it comes also Bahana, there's no security anymore. And Shikhr, if you have an Ebed and you decide to, to, to deliver the Ebed, there's no longer a thing. It, it takes away from Shibut. So same over here. If she makes her hands, Kedusha's Aguf, she says that my hands, all the earnings of my hands should become, uh, should become holy, that my hands become holy, it cancels the Shibut to the husband. And that's why she's able to make the Hegish now. So why did Rabbi say? Why did Rabbi say the reason why you should be made for it because it can affect you post the divorce? Yeah, it affects right now because you're telling me she has the right to make it hegish right now. And Zigmar, you're right. Rabbi giving you two reasons. I dropped the hell before. He's giving you two reasons. One reason is you should make for it because right now she has the right to make it hegish. And number two is. Even if you disagree with me, but tomorrow she might be divorced, and then you'll be one to remarry her, so might as well just cancel it right now. Okay, we're up to the Mishnah. We actually live most of the Gemara tomorrow. We continue Mishnah tomorrow.